0: The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is of the unknown. That's a quote by H.P. Lovecraft. I know I've mentioned him many times before. He is one of my favorite authors. I am the Crypt Keeper, and welcome to season two of the Straight from the Suburbs podcast. Now, it's a bit different this year, but a lot of all the same things as well we'll be going back and forth from an off-site location to my home location of the Superhero Studios. Now, tonight, we're celebrating the Season 2 premiere, and so we are off-site, and we are amongst friends here, amongst similar like-minding individuals of the macabre here on the Straight from the Suburbs podcast. Now, it's going to be a great night of conversation and a great night of insight. So hold on to your horses because we're going to take off anytime soon. So we find ourselves offsite, as I said, and amongst friends, and first and foremost, I'd like to thank our gracious hosts, Louise and Darcy, for allowing us into their home today. We have Louise to my left, the sinister left, and we have Darcy to my right, the gentleman right. And in front of me is my old friend, Rick Johnson. So welcome Louise. Welcome, Daris, and welcome, Rick Johnson. Thank you. Yeah,
1: welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Mo. No problem. No problem.
0: So, Louise, where are we? Town-wise, where are we?
1: We are in the village of Medcalf. The village of Medcalf was established in the early 1800s, and it was a main thoroughway from Kingston to Ottawa.
0: Okay, so it's like an, it's an old town. Mm-hmm.
1: But I imagine as well, it's an old town with
0: a dark history. Being a stopover town from Kingston to Ottawa, you know, the two major towns at the time, no doubt there's a lot of stopover here and a lot of odd happenings here in Metcalf. Now, I know in previous conversations, outside of where we are right now, we're going to we're gonna get to where we are right now, but outside of this location, there are some other odd occurrences and odd,
1: odd happenings here in Metcalf. Could elaborate just a bit? There's many haunted properties in this village. Um, there was one across the street from us before that home burnt down, and there used to be sightings of women in the windows that didn't live there. There was a hotel on the corner where the beautiful park is at one time that was very haunted, and it burnt down many, many years ago. And that hotel, when people would stop there overnight because of the long journey from Kingston by stagecoach, a lot of people were ill and they would pass away, and that's how our home that we live in now came to be. It was built as a funeral home back in
0: 1850. And now it's your comment. Nick Nick's very excited about that. I guarantee you he was oh, thinking the same thing. Yeah, Nick, you knew, knew it. it. You know, <laughs> I, should, I should have
2: written it down somewhere. I knew it. There,
0: there will be a quiz later. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
2: Very goosebumpy, very uh, excited. hard as racing. Okay, sorry. A, I will. Uh,
0: yeah. No, it's it's that's amazing. The thing Thank is, in the, all these small towns around Ottawa, suburban wise, there's always the bigger history outside than inside. Now, since ancient times, ghost stories, tales of spirits to return or never leave from the dead to haunt the places they left behind have figured prominently in the folklore of many cultures around the world, Ottawa included. You know, if you look at downtown Ottawa, there's the hostel, you know, that's on the Haunted Walk. That's like the major speaking point of the Haunted Walk. That's haunted 100%. You know, and there's the there's the courtyard also in downtown Ottawa. That's another haunted spot. Um, Darcy McGee's on, um, on Spark Street, on Spark Street. It's even marked where Darcy McGee was assassinated and where the where the specter comes and makes his presence known and also maybe at the Royalston house here in uh, here in Metcalf you never know so there's a lot of unfinished business when it comes to old towns and spirits of the like. now before i give our my my, my great listeners thanks for listening before i give my great li- listeners the topic of today's conversation, I'm going to let them, because my, my panel here, they know what we're going to talk about. You know, they're, they're the guilty party. They're the guilty macabre party. But the listeners at home, they're still trying to figure out what we're going to be talking about today. So what are we going to be talking about today? I'm going to give a couple of hints. Maybe the listeners at home could figure it out. First hint is, is another quote. And the quote being, now both hints, I think, are quite obvious. So the muses are ghosts and sometimes they come uninvited. Now that's Stephen King from his book, Bag of Bones. Okay, now I'm a big horror reader, I, lo- I, love, I love Stephen King. My preference is Victorian horror, but Stephen King's definitely been influenced by some of my um, major authors that I, that I like to read about. Okay, now the second hint is going to be, like if I were to play music, I don't do music anymore, just, just so now that the podcast could be available on all panels, But if I were to play music, I would play music from the group Ghost. Now, if you're not familiar with Ghost – Nick, do you know Ghost? I know you're up to –
2: Yeah, I'm not. He's not ringing any bells right
0: now. Okay, I'm going to give you guys some more Listen to some Ghost. This guy, they're from Sweden. It's one guy, and he has a rotating band of of demons that play along with him, all in mask, all in disguise. And he has songs like Square Hammer, Dance Macabre. He is – and like the music, it's metal, but it's also like danceable metal. If that makes any sense, yeah. like you listen to it, and you'd be like, "Okay, now I know what the creepypoo is talking about." This is I could this could be a banger at the club, or if I listen to the lyrics, I could, I could, I could like uh, summon the uh, summon the spirits of the occult. Like it's it's fascinating stuff. And he has three albums, and each album that he has, they're all concept albums, and the concept being the apocalypse, pestilence. Um, death you know and, and forbearing it's, it's it's amazing so the songs that he has like square hammer it's relatable to the um uh, what's what's that the, that the mysterious group that has a symbol the the um like the architectural symbol the masons the masons
3: Freemasons,
0: yeah and it, it, it all relatable to the Freemasonry dance macabre it's it's all just straight up horror but you could dance to it it's fascinating and, but let it be known as well that, that Ghost himself, the sweetest guy named, named Tobias, he's a, a full-on 100% Satanist. And so he, but, but he, um, and he has songs that if you play it in the church, it'll sound like a gospel. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's praising he from, from the depths of hell. Like it's, but, it's, but you'll be like, oh, this is a good song. Then you listen to the lyrics, you're like, okay, I see what he's going at here. I see what he's going at here. So take it with a grain of salt, but it's fantastic. And the way he, each album he sings as a different person. The first, the first um, uh, kick of the can for Ghost, he was Pope Emeritus, where he would dress up as a macabre Pope. You know, he'll have the full-on footlong hat, the big robes and all that. Of course, all the crosses are inverted and all the colors are different. And what he's singing about is different. But if you look at it and his, his face paint is very skeletal, you'll realize what he's talking about. And the second album, he puts on what is called the the mask of normal, where it's just a mask of a regular face. But the creepy factor of it is off the charts, because it's like he's wearing a second skin. And when he's singing in concert, you're looking at him, and you don't see his lips move. But if you look closely, in between the mouth, you see another second set of lips, and they're singing. How
2: do you find out about this guy?
0: No, this guy's amazing. No, you gotta listen to I, like, I guarantee you're gonna I guarantee you're gonna like the music.
2: You just stumbled on? Like I, I, I
0: just stumbled upon. it. Okay. it the, the music is amazing. Okay. And as I said, the music could be banger or it could be straight up occult. Yeah, I'll leave it up to you and the good listeners back at home. Okay? And and you would recommend we start at Square Hammer. Square Hammer. Gotcha. Square Hammer actually won Best Metal Grammy around, around eight years ago. Okay. And it's 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 fascinating it'll it'll make you think definitely now if you haven't guessed today's topic is ghosts you know the, the name of the group is ghosts and and the uh, and everything else the quote itself it says the muses are ghosts and my muse for today's episode is ghosts our ghosts now a ghost or a specter exists in our dimension due to the spiritual belief that a person's spirit or soul exists separately from his or her body and continues to exist afterwards and after that person dies. Based on that belief, many societies began to use funeral rituals as a way of ensuring that the dead person's spirit would not return to haunt the living. Now, Louise, you made mention that this house itself here or next door, when it was attached, it was a funeral parlor, it was a morgue, What's the direct correlation here?
1: It was the Ralston Funeral Home. Um, what year was it, What year would that be? 1850. 1850.
0: That's a long time ago. It's a very long time <laughs> That's ago. That's a long time yes, ago.
1: And the building's still standing.
0: <laughs> yes, well, we're, I hope we're still in it right now, so. So, you know, right now it's your, your house. And Darcy, this is your house as well. It is, yes. But beforehand, it was a... It
1: was a funeral. It was a funeral. Yes. Okay. And it was attached to the building next door on the left-hand side to us. Okay. And the building next door was a, a haberdashery. They sold notions. It was also the local post office. And that room behind you where you see that little hallway, that's where they would bring the... Dearly departed. Dearly departed. They, they would take them over there to be embalmed and prepared for funeral. Just right over, they, there. Yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. And they. I see Nick looking over there. okay. And they would bring them here, and this is where they'd have the viewings in this this whole area and here. So they, If you look, room it, room look, room. look around. Yeah. If you look around. In the living
0: room. In the yeah. living yeah. room, yeah. the yes. non living room yeah. possibly. The, li- yeah. the living, Like you could, you could, good listeners at home. I wish you were here because you, you would, you would see what we're seeing. It's a trip through time where you would see the viewing area of the funeral parlor
1: mm-hmm.
0: now when nick and i entered here a couple hours ago we came into the kitchen and the kitchen itself is such an open area no doubt it was some sort of theater of sorts it Might
3: have been.
0: yeah that's the impression that, that i get you coming through the kitchen you have to see it it's it's a very open it's a very open kitchen but no doubt beforehand it was something something else, something a bit more sinister. Now, what type of person sees spirits, sees specters, has poltergeist experiences or sees ghosts normally? You know, it takes, a, it takes an open person. It takes a spiritual person, you know, to, to accept it. You know, if you go about blindly throughout your life, you're missing a lot of things. You really have to open yourself up. To a lot of situations and a lot of opportunities.
3: I think that's it. You have to be open to
0: it. You got to be open to it. You,
3: you can't expect or Not you're not expecting anything. But when you do see and feel, you know, you you do have that uh, that opening, that that entrance that feels like that. Today. Come on in. I'm here. I'm here. We know you're here. Yeah. We know you're here now. So let's hit, to get along.
0: Yeah. Let's just do it. And the, the sense that I get, and I've been coming to this house a couple, a handful of times throughout the years, and I've always felt something. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I've always I, I've been feeling things since since I was a younger kid. i okay, kind of kept it to myself and I may mention it to, to my family members sometimes. We'd speak about it occasionally, but yeah yes, I, you know, long story short, I have seen ghosts before. I have seen spirits. I have I've had spiritual encounters mm-hmm. uh in my in my lifetime, you know, starting from when I was a young kid. I remember when I was a young kid, um, my mom's friend was visiting and her and her son came up and they were visiting and this was a fantastic lady. And she was it was such a, a, a happy time that I that I spoke to her, but it was also such a short time. You know, she came into my life very quickly. Uh, I must have been around seven or eight, and she left just as fast. You know, she. I only met her, I, I probably spent like a week with her. Her name was Jessica. and I, I, By the end of the week, I was calling her Auntie Jessica. It was such a, a close relationship that we built within that, within that week. But then within the year, you know, she went back home, and within the year, she had passed. And I remember being a kid and being very upset. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because it hit me. So I was just like, she was just here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the son was just here. They used to, to read to me. And now she's gone. And we had such a connection. And I remember being in my, in my bed one night. And I, was, and I was crying about losing Auntie Jessica. And then all of a sudden, she was at the foot of my bed. Wow. All in white with this white glow behind her. I remember looking at her and her looking at me, no words were spoken, but I saw her spirit, I saw her ghost, I saw the specter of her, and it was very peaceful. It was very peaceful, and I was very put at ease, and I was okay after that. I was okay after that. A second time, Louise, this would interest you, when I was visiting, me and my wife, we were visiting your sister in Toronto. Now, um, uh, Louise's sister lives in the, the beaches area of Toronto, which is a very, it's an old part of Toronto. It's an old part of Toronto. So lot the old houses, you know, not as old as 1850 here, but old enough. And um, your sister and her husband had just bought the house, and we were there visiting, and we had spent the night. And in the morning, um, the way the house was was, I could, I was sitting on the sofa reading the paper. This is pre iPhone, so <laughs> you know, so I wasn't scrolling through anything, but I was reading the paper, and I had the paper in front of my face, and I could hear. Uh, your sister and my wife and your sister's husband talking in the kitchen as they prepared breakfast. And then something told me, pull down the paper and I pulled down the paper and I looked through, through the kitchen, which led to the basement stairs. And at the foot of those basement stairs was this old woman. And I must've stared for her for at least a good five seconds. And then I put the paper over my face and I said to myself, what is going on? And I put the paper down again and she was gone. And then I went to the kitchen. I'm like, did you see, was there somebody standing there? And she's like, was it the old lady? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I saw, I see her countless times And her and your sister's husband piped up. He's like, yeah. And then they told me the story that that lady died in that house. Mm. Nothing nefarious about the death. She was old and she passed away in the bathtub, which I had just bathed in by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But, but she passed away in the bathtub and she's made her presence known ever since. Her kids sold the house and she's there. She's, she's still in the house. And I could still see her just as, clear as clearly as I could see Auntie Jessica right in front of me. Nobody else saw You know, your sister had seen her before on other occasions. But it's, 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 it's a crazy situation when you see stuff like that. Now, more locally, there's the Manitic Mill. I've done a podcast about the, the, the ghost in the tick a while ago where the proprietor of the mill, his wife, unfortunately, was brutally killed in an accident at the mill. And her spirit still, still haunts that the, the Manitic mill to this day. And I remember being there in high school at like one in the morning, just driving around, nothing to do. Let's drive to the old mill. Drive to the old mill, walk around the waterfront and all that, look around. And upon leaving, I turn around and I look up in the top window, dead center, and there's a specter standing there of a woman in – design in in designer garb a designer garb from from the 1800s and she's just standing there you know it's all dark but she's lighted up like a white light right right in that front window and i was just like okay okay you know i've i've had many other sightings in 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 my lifetime as well you know i am not allowed to talk about it thanks to mrs (laughs) cryptkeeper you know so i'm not making (laughs) mention anything but I've had many a phantasmagorical sighting throughout my lifetime. And you still get those. Remember you used to get chills? Yeah. And I, I still, and get you still get chills. So you'd be like, so that, man, that's, like that, what is that? Yeah. Like, and you'd be like,
2: that's a chill. And I'm like, because I've I, I, known each other for many years. And I always Since grade
0: that. four. Like, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, you've had that chill thing. And I'd be like, oh, it's just. Yeah. People yeah. don't know. Nick is the bestest of friends of the Crook Keeper. So he's. And he actually got me. Well. When he was younger, he was more he was more into the the supernatural, well, the supernatural yeah, <laughs> yeah. a more of a Friday
2: the Thirteenth, yeah, uh, like, like yeah, Freddy Krueger, <laughs> kind of like uh,
0: more more
2: like yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff, and and and, and had them. Fascinated. So had the posters on the wall. For or
3: something sure. Like that. For sure.
0: For I sure. often wonder how you slept in your bedroom. Because I was like, how does he sleep? There's like Freddy and Jason and... <laughs> Hovering over Hovering over him. Eyes are open all yeah, the time. And yeah, yeah. Nick's yeah. snug as a bug yeah. sleeping yeah. away. Well,
2: not anymore. <laughs> He's, He's just covered. driving out here. I
0: was like, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, on. Where
1: <laughs> right. are you taking
0: yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, Never did right. a tour. But Nick, have you ever seen anything? like? Uh, can you think of anything that may have captured your fancy... In in a spiritual or in, in 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 a in a specter sort of way and in, in yeah so I appreciate that I I think even if listening to again
2: and getting more into it with with um, your podcast and and thinking and considering I would say I I think I've been a part of probably maybe more hauntings or more that's why I asked you about the chill they really resonate with me like I still get the chill that's like I, I get that feeling of like eeriness, you know, you just, and I, and I, as I was sharing with you guys before is I, I was under, under a well, like the near old well, that was constructed again in the mid 1800s. And I, I was removing a board from it to kind of do a little inspection around it. And there was a strong sense. So I've had those, I've had the, I've, I've accepted the fact that I've, energies can move through people. And so that's, again, back to our discussion about Reiki and these types of things and she. So I, I don't know, the of mill I mean, how many times have we been there together? Yeah. Since we were young, yeah. My my family had a cottage up on the on the lake. I
0: remember it well, yeah.
2: So we would go, and I think um, the 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 thing that stands out the most is is when I, I would be we, we were in probably our first haunted house, the house that does not exist anymore on Pleasant. On Pleasant Park. Park. <laughs> That's right.
0: One day after a dance, we had there was an old abandoned house, and the trees are all grown grown over it and all that. Very creepy looking house. It was always the house you stay away from. I remember you and I prying back the boards of the basement, jumping into the basement and it's like waist deep in water in the basement. So we go up the stairs on a public street, on a public street, street.
2: street.
0: not too late, maybe 10 o'clock. And, and we go into the kitchen that we had. We had flashlights in the kitchen and somebody, somebody else had been there before us and they spray painted white rose in, in the kitchen. And I was, you know, I was thinking about that when I was making this podcast as well. I was like, and I wasn't gonna bring it up. I was like, I, I still don't know what white rose means. Like, why would you spray paint white rose? It just makes no sense in, in, in that house. And I remember that vividly. Yeah. Now that house is demolished, it's all grown over. But yeah, it's that's another and odd occurrence. It was boarded up for years. That the house is gone. It's like, gone. As if it would never even exist. Oh yeah, anymore. it's grown over. There's a there's a, a young forest growing on top of it. But so I that would probably be one of the things that I can really remember. And again,
2: being reintroduced or not reintroduced, but going back to that, those senses and being more aware of the feelings through your, your podcast. I've, i thought a lot and thought about it a lot more. Nice, And I think even like, you know, strange sightings or buildings, things that I've seen weird where I've tried to brush off. I'm, I'm trying to be more aware in my mind and my memory of having those experiences. So I think, uh,
0: yeah. Cause you really have to look, cause a lot of times I, I feel as well, like, like sometimes the, the spirits, they don't want to be seen. And when you see them, And when they disappear right away, that's saying like, oh shoot, I'm bye kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So you really have to be self-aware and you really have to be open and and willing to experience that because it's a hell of an experience. Now, Louise, where we have today here, we're in the Ralston House in in Metcalf. Okay. Now give us a a brief overview, brief history of the house. You know, when was it built? What was its purpose? And what was its its aspect, mainly the basement?
1: So the house was built in 1850 by the Rolston family. And I know one of the major contractors building the house was one of the members of the Rowan family. Um, it was built as a funeral home and the family lived here. And they operated the business that the house was attached to next door. Um, there was a carriage house in the back for the hearse in the backyard at one time. Just right there have just right behind us which burnt down many many years ago which is interesting when darcy digs back there he finds pieces of things like you know old glass and stuff okay and the the ralston family is still around they have a funeral home in campville oh really so yeah yeah okay now
0: when we came in today um i've been there before but my my buddy Nicky he's never been here we did a tour of the house and we we've got the 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 lay of the land so to speak Mm -hmm. Now, you know, from, from top to bottom, well, 1850, it's an old house, yeah. okay? And especially if at, the, at the bottom, there's a series, there's two wells, essentially, down there, one older than the next. But, it, it kind of, you know, macabre listeners at home, you have to see this well. It's, the house is built on top of the well, just, just like the, the Ring movie. So there's a well under there. You know, and the, just, the, just the, uh, the, the bedrock that the house is built on itself is enough to send a bit of shivers through your spine but the the, the well is the is the most just is the the uh, the cherry on top now has has there ever been well I, i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask nick first what's your sense of it what's your sense of this place i think
2: you know as we came in being the first like impression is I said like this place is a busy place. It's very welcoming. So so to the hosts. You've done an excellent <laughs> job. No, that's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah very welcome. We appreciate that. Yeah. And 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 that's what I had asked you two weeks earlier. Like what was your draw to the house? I wonder if it was, if it was like was touching on the same thing cuz it's it I I and and I again I wish that I had written it down, but I feel like there was a lot going on in, on this level Definitely. And, and and again upstairs in the rooms. I think that that I, I can see people coming in at all hours of the night, you know, kicking off their boots in the winter time yeah. and, like, coming to a warm, like, maybe not this fire, but a fireplace, like a fire going on in a really warm kind of area. Yeah, not
0: you mentioned that upstairs because upstairs, like, the the, the hallway itself, they're all very small, and uh, the rooms have been repurposed. Obviously, it's, it's 2021. But you, you get a sense that this was a, a busy place and a lot of comings and goings, especially being uh, strategically located between... Kingston and Ottawa, as you mentioned at the start, this was a stopover, yeah. and so people will come here could be temporarily, could be for a longer, longer period of time. But there was a lot of in and outs, and a lot of a lot of things happened here. It was it was a house, it was a, a funeral parlor, it was a it was a, a morgue, it was it was it, it was a bakery, you know, it was, it was a real
1: was a estate bakery. office. It was, yeah. it
0: was it was it was it was it was a, it was a lot of things, and um, the the sense of it. Is, is something that even when I came here the first time years ago, not knowing, you know, just to say hi to you guys, I was like, I'm feeling something in this place. Like something's happening here. Now, Louise, I know you've had a, a couple experiences here, as well as you, Darcy. And the one that's, if you, if, you could attest, if you could go ahead and explain to that, that'd be fantastic. But the one that, that I'd like you to start with is the, the bathroom. You know, the bathrooms are all just a simple latch, like a little, mm-hmm. a little hook with, uh, within, a, within a circle. And I I can't remember if it was you, Louise, or if it was somebody cleaning
1: the house. It was someone cleaning the house. It wasn't my experience, but she was in there cleaning, and she couldn't get out of that small bathroom. Somebody had locked the door on her. And of course, there's no lock on the outside. It doesn't have that little push pin in it like the door. The
0: lock, lock it's on the inside, and the inside is... Is 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 a latch, is yeah. like a, 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 a latch. Yeah. Hoken Hoken latch.
1: Hoken Hoken latch. Yeah. Thanks, Darcy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she couldn't get out. And
0: what, what did she do?
1: She eventually yelled, let me the yeah. Let me out of here. here. Let me, me out of here. And the door popped open. <sighs> and we've had similar experiences in other rooms in this house as well. When we first moved in, I could hear Darcy yelling at me. So I went upstairs and I'm behind him and I go, what are you yelling at? And he looks at me and he goes, what are you doing out here? I thought you were mad at me and locked yourself in the bedroom. I'm like, no. And oh, we couldn't get the door open, could not. We called my uncle. He had all these skeleton keys. He came, he tried every key on that hook. And finally he gave up. He thought he was gonna have to take the hinges off. And then he yelled, open the dang door. And the door popped
3: open. Popped open. Yeah.
1: yeah. So there's a lot of three of, of us funny were standing activity. there. We tried twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah. The foot's not going through the door. Mm-hmm. The
3: shoulder's not going mm-hmm. through the door. Mm-hmm. It, was yeah. it was just a matter of maybe just letting up on. Yeah.
0: It's the pranksters. It's the poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. When we first guys.
1: moved in, they used to mess with yeah. us. And now, they, have you seen anything? Yeah. Like, have you seen like I, a absolutely? Yeah. What, what have you seen, Louise? Um, I've seen like wisps of people. The the What I see mostly is up on the other side, up in the yoga studio. I see someone on a loop from the 1960s. There's a woman that moves up and down the hallway and goes down the stairs and back up again. And almost every day, I see a woman in a long dress and she watches into the yoga studio. On daily? Yeah, yeah, on a daily basis.
0: I remember being here a couple years ago and I came in from the backyard and you come in, you come in through the kitchen slash morgue and you pass the, the the main stairwell there and underneath the stairwell is that bathroom that we talked about. And I I had to make the loop to get to the bathroom and being at the foot of the stairs, I just looked up at the stairs and there was a sphere of smoke kind of like rolling on itself. And it was rolling, rolling. And then that smoke dissipated and went up the stairs. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. No, Darcy, you're giving me a look. You, you, you've I, seen I,
3: that too. I've seen it. I've seen it. We we're sitting in our dining room, but when we first purchased the home, we were still moving stuff in and putting stuff where we needed to put it. And then we had the couch in our dining room and the TV, you know, in front. And we're sitting there. And next to it is that pantry window. It's about four feet by about six feet. And through that pantry, through fair, a cone shaped, like a pylon shaped smoke came through. And it wow. was perfectly. Perfect shape. It wasn't like a cigarette smoke, or a campfire smoke. It was
0: just yeah, it, it, it held it held its form. there. It
3: held, held it form. and I was it held its form for easy five seconds, easy five seconds. Yeah.
0: And I kept looking at it, and it's yeah. all of a sudden, I believe you saw it too. Mm-hmm. I saw the, my, yeah. the, the the sphere that I saw. I was uh, like, I was fascinated by it, and I, I couldn't look away. It must have been twenty seconds. It must have been twenty seconds. That's wild.
2: It's, it's That's no, it's, it's
0: it's 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 fascinating. Okay. Can I, so you say you've you've seen
2: women here? Yes. Ha, yeah. Have you ever seen
1: any men? Yes. Some. And uh, there's a man up in the yoga studio window all the time. Like people would go, "Oh, is Darcy home?" I'm like no. And they see a man looking out the window upstairs. And often people have asked me, "You know, is Darcy up in the yoga studio?" And it's a big man. Okay. Which is very interesting, because when we had the paranormal people come, okay, they uh. Yeah, we'll get get to that. We're going to get to that on episode
0: two. So Mm -hmm. brings an end to this one. Stay suburban, stay mystified, everybody.